What's up, mother? So, as always, I'm gonna do my daily card. And I got, y'all, I have drawn every single card I have drawn today has been reversed. And it has just been fucking with me hard. Like, what is up with that? If anybody knows what's up with that, let me know because a bitch don't have no clue. What is the general feeling that surrounds this situation? What influence are at work here? And this is the answer I'm seeking, in case I never mentioned that before. And I got wasted emotions, blocked creativity and emptiness, and it's the Ace of Cups reversed. When the Ace of Cups is reversed, the cups the cup is empty, drained of the powers that it could po- potentially give. Something wonderful is being wasted or blocked. What can you do to reclaim its soothing waters? different kind of spread today go ahead and get my cards so I think I'm gonna do um, mind body and spirit the first card I got was okay Six of Pentacles reversed. And what is the state of your mind? What are you thinking about? Selfishness, stinginess, and debt. Others find themselves in a time of need, but there is unwillingness to lend support to those that need it the most. Alternatively, perhaps you have been giving, but reflect on your intentions for why you do so. This is not the first time I've drawn that this card. And I think that I'm leaning more towards... Because I'm really not a selfish or stingy person. And I'm not even just saying that. Like, I'm... I'm definitely a giver, and I'll give, give, give until there's nothing left for me to do so. So, alternatively, perhaps you have been giving, but reflect on your intentions for why you do so. What are you trying to gain by such actions? Trying to not be broke. What you mean? The second card I got was... This is... I keep getting reverse card, y'all. I'm telling you, like, this shit is trippy. Okay, this is, what is the state of your body? How are you feeling? And I got six of swords reversed. Okay, and this is, turn a new leap, desire to reform and desire to change. Though you may have found yourself in a position where you have needed to lie, betray and steal to survive, there is a spark within you that is showing desire to leave that life behind. It has left you feeling smothered and unable to be free. And again, that the question for that card was, what is the state of your mind and how are you feeling? And this last one is, what is the state of your spirit? What does your higher self say? Impulsive, overbearing, and unachievable expectations. When the king of wands reveals his negative side, he can be anything from domineering, reckless, to tyrannic. I can't even, I can't even right now. His visions of what could be might be so grand that they are unrealistic. So basically, I think what I'm taking from this is, um, you don't have to feel like you can't be helpful towards others and you don't have to be stingy. You can, um, that I need to have the desire to reform and change and turn a new leaf and not be impulsive and 
have realistic expectations. That's what I'm going to take from that. About my mind, body, and spirit, okay? download this app it's basically like a ouija board on your phone i'm gonna try and talk to the dead while y'all are on here with me if it's possible because i am using two apps at once so let me go ahead the instructions are if possible darken the room you are in and light some candles before starting shit all right i got you dark enough for me because I don't like the dark okay place your finger on the planchette I'm not sure what the fu- the wood piece in order to initiate the spiritual connection to the other side ask the spirit your question loud and clear always start a seance with the question is anyone there okay yeah wait for the spirit to respond the plan the planchette We'll start moving. I don't know what that word is, but y'all can make fun of me for it later. When it starts to move, show to show you the spirit's answer. Warning, keep your fingers on the thingamabob <laughs> at all times. Always be polite and ask normal questions. I'm not going to talk shit, I promise. I'm not going to do none of that. Be careful to not upset any spirit. Examples of questions you can ask. What's your name? How old are you? Are you a good spirit? Are you a good spirit? How did you die? Alright, well, it's a little personal. Okay. In the case you have an anger to spirit, quickly move the planchette to goodbye before the countdown is over or unexplained things might happen. Well, that's fucking great. Okay, let's do this. Okay, here we go. Allow access. Okay. To try and talk to the dead with this piece of paper <laughs> and this piece of paper too we light the candle it out Okay, so I'm gonna use the same concept as like the last part where the app was telling me that I need to ask is anyone there first and whatnot. It we couldn't get the app to run with the this app running to record me, so I'm gonna go. I went ahead and downloaded a principal Ouija board, and it's actually super fucking cute. I'm gonna mod podge this on something later. We're gonna try it this way, see how it goes. So. You're my mind. Put the paper here. Okay, I think we start here. Is there anyone out there? <laughs> Is there anyone there? 
What is your name? This is kind of trippy because I don't know if it's just me being kind of like off balance or if this motherfucker is really moving. Okay, let's ask something else. How old are you? Y'all, I swear this thing is spelling 20 out. Or it's 20-something. Um, fucking Twitter it right out. Okay, this is fucking trippy, y'all. I swear it's spelling out 29 right now. How did you die? C. A. R. Are you a boy or a girl? G I R Y'all, I'm fucking not even playing. This is fucking weird. There's no L on this board. I have no idea why, but they forgot the L. And my hand stopped moving when it got to that letter, which is really fucking creepy. Weird. Okay, let's ask another question. Are you nice? Okay, yeah, I'm going to say goodnight and goodbye to that one. Um, goodbye. Okay, I closed the board. Goodbye. See you. Have a good night. Thank you. Bye. Bye, 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 bye.
So this topic is like really sad but eerie. Like how many missing persons never make the headlines? Like that should be like our number one thing that we're headlining on the news, right? But a lot of people don't get headlined on the news. They don't, you don't hear anything about it. And I feel like maybe if the technology and how many people are on the internet nowadays, there's no way you wouldn't be able to find somebody, you know? You just, it's the meaning of getting the word out to these people first. And the news has all that standing to do that. And it is shit that they're not. Why is every person not put on the news, you know? That goes missing. Every single one of them should be broadcasted. Thousands of people go missing every year in the United States, yet only some cases make national headlines and dominate the news cycle. Most of the missing people who go get widespread coverage are white women, while missing people of color are overlooked by law enforcement and media. The disappearance of Tamika Huston, a black woman from South Carolina, prompted Natalie and Derricka Wilson to create the Black and Missing Foundation in 2008. We read how her family reached out to the national media for coverage and there was no interest in her story at all. Trash, trash, trash. Weeks later, Lori Hacking disappeared and she dominated the news cycle. So this was a white woman, of course. And it's just so sad. Like, why, 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 why are we not doing better? According to the U.S. Census Bureau, 13% of females in the country are black, but FBI data shows that black girls and women account for 35% of all missing females, and those cases do not receive a proportionate amount of media coverage or public alerts. Wilson said when a girl or young woman of color goes missing, she is often classified as a runaway, which does not prompt an Amber Alert. In addition, Wilson said missing people are of color are often labeled as criminals. Media coverage is also so vital because one, it alerts the community that someone is missing and it greaten the chance of coverage but it also puts pressure on law enforcement to add resources to the case going forward wilson said newsrooms should develop a policy on how to handle coverage of missing persons and strengthen relationships with law enforcement so they can be alerted to missing persons quickly i completely agree with that like i said before why is everyone that goes missing not put on the news and broadcasted every single one of them it would take a few minutes you know and then The amount of social media presence we have and phones that we have and everyone's recording everybody, we we would find people more. So back in 2016, there was this case about, um, I just thought this was so eerie while I was reading it today, Um, a jogger's abduction case eerily similar to classmates' disappearance. So basically what happened was back in on August 22nd, 1998, Tara Lynn Smith went missing. She was jogging in this area and somebody picked her up and um, I'm not exactly sure the extent of what they did find out, but I do know that the family, at the time, the girl was seeing her martial arts instructor and decided she didn't want to see him anymore. She's a young girl. She just probably wanted to move on with her life and this is an older married man, you know, and he... That night that she broke that off is when she went missing. So obviously he had something to do with it. The parents are saying he was an ex-con. Eerily similar is how much Tara Lynn Smith looks like Sherry Papini. And she's 34 and a mother of two. And she was abducted on November 2nd of 2016. And what's crazy is they look so much alike. I mean, I know that Tara was 16 when she went missing with all that situation. But Sherry Papini, she looks so young and they look like they could be twins. Like they look so eerily similar. My speculation on, and what's really, really crazy is these girls again were friends. Like they were friends in high school. They knew each other. They grew up together. 
So Tara went missing when she was 16, and then, like, it would be really, really eerie if her friend was abducted by the same person. And since Sherry was found, um, she would be able to identify him and whatnot, too. It's just so sad, and the, the Smith family is... They deserve answers. They deserve this to not be looked over because they still have no answers, you know? Like, and I just feel like it's so obvious that the man, the ex-con, I mean, so obvious. It makes you think, like, what kind of ties he has that maybe he's paying off somebody, like, or what? Because I don't understand why it's not obvious to the police like it is us. <laughs> Again, let me get the name of this guy. So, Troy Zink. I wish they had more info on him so we could see what the fuck he... Apparently he's changed his name, but it doesn't give you any information on what he's changed his name to. I would like to know. During all this, when uh, Sherry went missing, uh, her hu husband reached out to the Smith family and they were there for him all these weeks past. It was three weeks. You know, that's a long time to sit. And I know there's like cases where they're longer, but just to sit... just And then Thanksgiving morning comes. Oh, that poor woman. I just... I. I hope that she's doing good now, because this was a few years ago. I hope she's doing so much better now, and, and I hope that, that her and this terror girl get justice. Okay, that's pretty much everything I have for you guys tonight. And I just want to thank you for listening to me and you'll hear from me next time. <laughs>